Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121. Or online at mybestbailbonds.com. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagel. I'm Jay Simonix. Watched a bowl game earlier today that was 28-7 to at halftime. Western Kentucky was down. They rallied back. They beat ODU in overtime. Bowl season is here, and it's going to hit San Antonio tomorrow night as UTSA takes on Marshall up there in Frisco. And joining us now on the Byers Barricades guest line, UTSA head coach Jeff Trailer. Coach, how's bowl week been for you guys? Good. Uh, we're getting a little used to it, honestly. You know, four years in a row, first time I've had every kid eligible here. You know, this group had the second highest APR in the history of our school in the era of the transfer portal with everybody, you know, moving around and leaving. It's, it's pretty remarkable. And we're just, we're just used to being here. It's, um, we've just done it four times in a row. And I think we've kind of figured out that we're supposed to be here and hope we figured out how to, how to win one now, Jason. <laughs> You know, Jeff, it looks like you guys are having a good time. I saw the other day there was cheerleaders and Jerry and the Cowboys doing uh, – maybe not Jerry, but the cheerleaders were out. I mean, do, do they treat you right, the good dinners and, and the extracurricular activities? Yeah, it's a fine line. You know, uh, you, you want to be able to celebrate another good season and enjoy things. But this particular group's a little more probably pressed, determined. Uh, those 18 seniors, to, it's kind of the last thing on their list. Obviously, we wish we could have been three-time consecutive conference champions, but this group won two. Uh, but the last thing on the bucket list is to win that bowl game. You look at, you mentioned the 18 seniors, and one in particular in, in Frank Harris, and you know that's the one thing on his resume that uh, needs to get checked off, that bowl win, the first one for UTSA, and he'll have so many firsts. But as special as your relationship is with Frank Harris, does that make this game tougher, a little bit more bittersweet than most of the time when you're sending off your seniors? Oh, it's just, you know, the, the number four. I mean, it's four years. You know, that's just a long time in college football nowadays for anybody to stay together. It's kind of like dog years. We've really been together 28 <laughs> years uh, in the new land of college football. And you mix in Rashad Wisdom and Josh Cephas and, Terrell Haynes and Lucas Dean and so many of those guys have started like all four years. Rashad and Frank have been in the zero, which is the most prestigious number on our team. And that's what makes it all just, you know, surreal. Uh, Life flashes right in front of your eyes so quickly. And then you put me on the sideline to watch my Buckeyes win the first state championships since 2014, which was my last game there. And we just, we all happen to be here. And it wasn't dead. You know, I could be I could be at the game. I was on the sideline. Um, I'm getting older, Joe and Jason. I, things are going by fast, and I find this is getting crazy. You know, well, that happens, Coach. You, know, you wake up, and it's already – we're a week from Christmas already. But I have to imagine, along with getting your team prepared for this bowl game, you've been a busy man as well. I mean, we got signing day coming up. 
with the transfer portal and all of that stuff. And I would imagine that you've been doing some other things as well. Yeah, it's something we there's a lot of things we need to get fixed right now with college football. There's a lot of great things about it too, but just the calendar right now. You know, for two years in a row, we played in a conference championship. We had to prepare like this year because we were undefeated going to the last week. So you can't have official visits that weekend. Then our bowl game got bumped up earlier than we anticipated. So we had one weekend to get all of our official visits done before signing day. So we had to have about 20 last weekend. That's, that's not ideal. You'd like to have seven or eight families in three weekends in a row, but you just can't do it because we had no time to get it done. So, yeah, signing day is in the morning. Uh, I've said it used to be a huge deal. I'm not so sure it is anymore. I think every day is National Signing Day because the kids – aren't bound to anything anymore. So you better be recruiting them every day of their lives uh, because they can always leave you now. That's so true. Jeff Trailer joining us here on the Blitz as UTSA gets ready to take on Marshall tomorrow night, 8 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Coach, it's interesting this year, as you mentioned a few minutes ago, I mean, you're not dealing with a lot of guys that are opting out from what I understand. Um, So you pretty much have your team uh, you're not dealing with the COVIDs like you've had to deal with in the past with, you know, either you're not there or players weren't able to play. It, 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 is it kind of nice going into this game, feeling like you have your team? Yeah, you know, other than, you know, we lost the, the outside linebacker, Trey Moore from Smithson Valley, who was a really good football player. That's a pretty big loss, but you are correct. It's been a lot more steady. Uh, we know who's going to be playing. We know the two deep, uh, and all of our kids passed. Uh, and let somebody get sick tonight, you know, or trips going down the elevator or something silly, uh, or gets hurt in pregame. I've had that happen before, too, now. We should be all out there. Um, so we're excited about that. Jeff, i got to ask you, have you, have you uh, been able to talk with Frank about what's next for him? And I know that I don't want to get into your private conversations, but is he thinking about continuing to play football, or maybe he'd make a good coach for the UTSA Roadrunners? You know, I'd probably rather let him announce those plans for himself. Um, I haven't really, you know, I know what he's going to do, but I don't know if he wants me telling people yet. I'd rather him say that. Um, I I think there's a tremendous possibility for Frank with his smile, uh, his charm, how much people love him, how much he loves the city, how much he loves UTSA. I can see a real possibility for Frank to really help our program for years to come. But I'd rather let him talk about that instead of me getting in front of that y'all don't mind absolutely no, I not don't mind. uh makes makes total sense and what we do know whether it's his last football game or not it's his last football game as quarterback of the utsa roadrunners you're preparing for a marshall team that is dealing with uh a bunch of people in their transfer portal and it looks like some coaching staff changes does that make it more difficult to prepare for an opponent when you aren't really sure who's going to be on the field for those guys We've got to remember just because the portal, just because they're in the portal, it doesn't mean they're not playing. So we don't really know who's not playing, who's playing. We just are like, y'all, we can see who's in the portal. There are are people all over college football right now. Uh, We're recruiting receivers right now that are in the portal. They came to us on an official visit last weekend, and I watched them scoring touchdowns in a bowl game. You know, for the other, their team, they're still on. So just because you're in the portal doesn't mean you're out. So we're not, to your point, we don't know who we're preparing for. We'll let y'all know. Halftime adjustments will be really big in this game because that's when you're going to know who you're playing. <laughs> well, Jeff, that's interesting because 
Uh, is that up to the individual schools? Because I know there are some schools that if you go to the portal, you're, you're done. done. But I mean, so is that up to each individual school to decide that? Yes, sir. It's up to the coach. Um, and I, you know, the problem is nowadays, man, you don't have much of a roster left. By the time you're at the end of the year with your injuries that have accumulated, accumulated, uh, other kids that might have opted out, other kids that got in the portal, they're already saying they're not going to play. You're just about out of kids. So some coaches are having to do it just to make sure they get it too deep. How are you going to practice? you got to practice still. I mean, it takes a lot of people to practice football. So right now the coaches' hands are tied, and with bowl season and portal, uh, we're just doing the very best we can, man, to put a good product on the field. We're lucky this year that we're going to be out there with our guys. That's is to Jason's point. It'll be the first time in four years you'll look out there and be able to recognize, you know, 90% of our roster. Well, and that's such a key thing. I, I don't know, Coach, uh, with everything that you have going on with uh, recruits, portal, bowl activities, uh, everything else, did you see – uh, what what Chip Kelly said, you know, and he said, not that I put a lot of thought into that, but kind of laid out some plans of some changes that might need to come to college football, at least an idea out there with the commissioner and no conferences and, and just kind of go. It, how much um, amongst the coaches do you guys talk about ways to fix some of the issues with college football in 2023? All the time. Well, we're not, well, we're not in a, our season, right? And I love the season, but it's nice when the season's over. Like today, I was just downstairs having lunch, uh, and I didn't have any of that responsibilities at the time. And I went to a little sports bar, and I just saw, like, life going on. Like, I saw Colin Cowherd. I saw Stephen A. Smith <laughs> up there. I saw people talking about things, and I'm like, you know, you just forget. You go in your hole for four months, and when you come back out, you know, the world's moving on without you. And when we get done with this bowl game, I'll spend a whole lot more time thinking about those things. But I saw Chip's interview. I'm with you. I thought it was a fantastic idea. All of us, to a man, we understand leadership. Like, we understand the direction of our university starts with our president, goes down to our AD, then gets to us. If you don't have great leadership, you can't run an organization. We need somebody that's the leader of college football. We need a person that knows our game, making decisions, We've got so much bureaucracy going right now that it's just impossible to get anything done. Jeff, which brings up an interesting point. I think everybody at some point in time has had a suggestion to try and fix what's going on in college football. Is it going to and, – and I, and I think what Chip's point was that college football is different from all the other sports, and, and it is. I mean, let's face it. I don't think we're telling anybody anything they don't already know. Um, is college football going to turn into, in your opinion – uh, free agency, which it is, and and salary caps and, and all of that kind of stuff. Because when I look at some of these players that are in the portal demanding just millions of dollars right now, it just seems like um, it's completely out of control. Yeah, we're just not going to do it. Well, we can't do it. Uh, we don't have those kind of funds, um, but we're not going to do it. I think until they start revenue sharing with the large money from the TV contracts to the universities, to the players, you're not going to get a handle on any of this. And at some point, our boosters are going to say, enough. We just can't keep giving for facilities, for scholarships, for tickets, for suites, for bowls, and NIL. And uh, right now, we just got to stay afloat until that day comes. 
because we've got a great job. We have a great opportunity to be one of the top schools in the country when it comes to playing college football. But we're going to have to lean on our boosters right now because we don't have NIL money. I can't recruit anybody. And I can't keep my own current roster. I mean, we, we are taking care of our current roster. And pretty much all we're being able to do right now is if you come play for us and you make plays, our city will take care of you. But we can't be out handing out money to recruits. We've got to take care of our own roster because we don't have enough, if that makes sense what I'm saying. Yeah, well, it does. And then as soon as you you think you've got a guy, and I know this isn't um, your guy, but that Rayola kid who was going to go to, uh, let's see, I forget where he originally committed. Then he was going to go to Georgia. Then he reopened, and today he's going to Nebraska. And, and, and you know, uh, I guess Nebraska came up with more money than Georgia. Uh, it's not a, I mean, have you ever seen a place like Georgia lose the number of five-star recruits because of bidding? It's crazy. Yeah. it's. I'm sorry. I wish I had a better answer for you. There's just not, there's just not one. Uh, you're saying it correctly. It is what it is. And, uh, right now, whoever has the most money is probably going to have the most talented roster. It doesn't mean you're going to have the best football team. Coaching still matters. Caring for your teammates still matters. Loyalty still matters. All those old-fashioned values that have made America great forever will still hold true. Uh, Army beat our tail, and they're not paying $1 for NIL. And there's still a way to do it. you just got to have some special kids. And it's it's a one-year team now. It's not a four-year team anymore. Uh, And we've got to keep – you know, I don't don't know that – I don't mind. If I was a booster, I wouldn't mind giving a little bit and watching the kids appreciate it. I wouldn't mind helping kids, right? But when you start getting to those gross amount of numbers and dollars, that's when it kind of just and, – and, yeah, I just and – I, and the way our collections are set up, I think, matches our city. Uh, you know, Bob doing 210 City fans. I mean, you know, doing that kickoff luncheon was one of the best things that happened for our football team ever. And everybody that contributed to that, that was a huge, huge win for us. The Super Bowl party, those are things that people enjoy. You know, Martin and April and Pat doing 210 – uh, inspired.org, every one of those kids are giving back to their community. It's service-driven. You know, runners rising. I mean, just all, ours are all like San Antonio. They're, they're made the right way. I think that's sustainable. I'm not sure these crazy things that other people are doing is sustainable. It's going to break at some point. Uh, it has to. It has to because it's just getting out of hand. There's got to be some kind of guardrails. Jeff, I do know this. Uh, when 8 o'clock comes tomorrow night, and the the gun sounds, and you kick it off. Uh, I know your kids are going to have a lot of fun, and and that's really what, as a fan, that's what I'll enjoy watching. Yeah, and I love that about the purity of my team. Uh, this is our fourth year together. Today we had our best practice. It was the last time we got to circle up. We circle up. <laughs> that's a true East Texan there. <laughs> to get in our triangle. I guess you can't circle up your triangle. That'd be kind of an oxymoron. But we we do our triangle <laughs> on that last time uh, of of a walkthrough and our offense is on one side defense on the other special teams on the other and our most spirited practice by far our kids are going to show up and play uh, that's going to be enough points i don't know we're going to love what they look like how hard they play and it's still the purity of the game that i love and coaching kids that i love i can't wait to watch them tee it off at eight tomorrow night well and at least you get three hours of just coaching football but did you find out the answer to probably the most important question when you realized you were going to the scooters coffee frisco bowl at the end of that thing, is that Gatorade bucket going to be full of hot uh, whatever that's that's going to be poured on you? It's cold coffee, I heard, and I told them, you know, <laughs> I'm one of those kind of guys now. I like a little coffee with my cream, so I don't. I want it to taste good. If they're going to pour it on my bald head. That'd be a good problem to have, you know, licking some 
some coffee off your face if that's what they do to me. I'd love to have it. I'm 0 for 3 right now, so I need to get one. A bucket of coffee over the head of one Jeff trailer in about 28 hours from right now. Absolutely, yes. With cream. <laughs> and, and a little sweet blow too from go all the way. <laughs> there we go, Coach. Uh, congratulations on a hell of a run. Uh, appreciate you doing this today before the game. Yeah, uh, your game tomorrow, then signing day on Wednesday. Let's hope for two big wins this week. Can't put the headsets on. It's the only four hours of peace you get in this crazy world of mine. Appreciate y'all. God bless. Birds up. God bless. Thanks, Birds Jeff. up. Jeff Trailer, head football coach at UTSA. On the Buyers Barricades guest line, where they provide traffic control, rental, and sales for San Antonio and beyond online at buyersbarricades.com.